I believe you when they question you, harass you, when they demand answers you don't have. I believe you when they probe you with their needles filled with grime, unsterilized, trying to puncture the holes in your story. I see you when the pus oozes from the wound, when your flesh begins to rot and all the things he did to you start to eat you alive. For the days you feel invisible and you choose to run and hide, choosing solitude over company just to get some peace of mind. I see you with your sunken face, unkept hair and frazzled eyes. An empty shell no longer living in your body, somewhere in between where he can't reach you. I hear you when you weep at night into your mother's arms, gasping for air, falling asleep to her prayers. I listen to the words you don't say, the ones you try to swallow, the ones that end up choking you alive. I understand why you didn't say anything, why it took so long, why you try to forget. It was survival, self-preservation, mercy. For all your sleepless nights, the ones you never talk about, the ones that leave you hollow and dead inside. The feelings are temporary. You won't believe this at first, but with time and patience, you'll see the cycles break. Remember to choose yourself amidst it all, your freedom, your salvation, until the pink returns to your cheeks and your body begins to feel like home. Grow roses in the spaces between your heart. Fill the void he left in you until you remember your name. And when the world decides to turn a blind eye and you wonder why you even fight, remember those before you, names and faces erased through time, who fought so you can be alive. Know that you are worthy of love. Don't let the world trick you into a lifetime full of silence. Scream, cry, until you recognize the sound of your voice. Forgive yourself for the days you lash out against those who love you. You'd never learn how to express all the pain, and so you stash it all away until there's just too much to contain. Don't apologize for the weight your story carries. Let your words fill every room until each syllable lives a bitter taste in their mouths. Make a home out of the discomfort. Allow yourself to be truly seen, heard, understood. What you have to say will never be pleasant or easy, but it will be necessary. Never wanna live so bad you wanna die Ever cried and cried until you can't cry Like why am I alive? What's the purpose to life? Ever wanna live so bad you wanna die? And the boys are back! What's up? That was the cold open. Episode three. Wow, that was beautiful. Thanks for reading that. Yeah, welcome to being, welcome to episode three of season two. Of boys who of cry. Boys who cry. <laughs> we should cut to the theme song right now. Never want to live so bad you want to die. I keep yeah. That theme song is so freaking catchy. That was. So it was. Good. It was like I mean I think we talked about how we got that theme song. On last season, where it was just kind of like, "Wow, this is exactly how we feel." Yeah, but so introduce yourself. Guys. Yeah, what's up? Hi, my name is. Welcome to Boys Who Cry. My name is Ram Reyes. This is a mental health podcast hosted by me, Ram Reyes, and and Paulina Rodriguez. And today we have my Marco good, Rosas, yeah. yeah, one of my good friends, one of my best friends. Oh, thank you. Uh, a very angry man. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, he's not angry. <laughs> well, we're gonna talk about anger today because. Yeah. As you heard from the f- opening, there's some anger in there. There is. Well, that's, I mean, I feel like that's what women feel right now, is that anger. I mean, my kind of anger is different. Mm-hmm. It's all the same emotion, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it's- yeah. Oh, yeah. I was going to tell before the pod, we talked about anger as like, yeah. what was it? Grief that hasn't been expressed. expressed. That's all, that, I read that too. Yeah. About, I don't know where I read it. On Twitter, on probably. Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which is where all that, so you guys could have totally where, just lied where all like, my anger oh. comes from though. Twitter makes you angry. Unexpressed grief. But yeah, yeah. you guys um, could have sounded really smart right now. What are you angry about, Marco? What makes you angry right now? Yeah, nothing. But um, because I know you it, have anger issues. I do. I didn't even know that. Yeah, I couldn't tell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, because you never show it. I try not to because it's shitty. It's mm-hmm. shitty being angry. Like. Uh, Man, How do you just, manifest your anger? It's usually like, well, I say hurting myself, but it's not like, like you know, 
cutting myself or anything. Yeah. It's not anything like that. It's like usually like I'll punch something solid or mm. or like I'll just I don't know. You scream? Just, no, is... I'll walk away. Uh, sometimes I'll scream. Like if I'm in a if I'm in my car or something like mm. that, I'll just play like a really angry song or something like that. And yeah. Hurt my voice. <laughs> so what does anger feel like to you? Um it it feels like something I'm not supposed to be feeling like because I have no real reason to be angry. Like, I'm I'm a happy person, you know what I mean? Like, I, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I feel like my life is pretty good, and I feel like I try to make the best of it, and I try to always do the right thing. Mm-hmm. I try to honestly be better than people think I am, which maybe sounds, like, arrogant or whatever, but I already think, like, I, I, I feel like with people that I know and that I care for, I built, like, a good, like, name for myself. Like, people, mm-hmm. I would hope, would think like, oh, I can go to Marco with this or I can trust Marco or whatever. And so it pisses me off when like I can't live up to that expectation. Mm-hmm. It, anger to me is like failing to meet my own standards for myself. Yeah. But you say you're not supposed to feel anger. Yeah. yeah I know. Well, that's like a- the iconic, the, the, um, the me that I'm supposed to be is never angry. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The ideal me. So when was the last time that you felt like truly angry? Oh, last week. <laughs> <laughs> I saw on your Instagram oh, that you like hurt yeah. your hand. Yeah, I punched the shit out of my uh, bathroom tile wall. Damn. Yeah, I fucked up my right hand. Why? I can cuss here, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. this is an explicit podcast. I thought I could, but I couldn't. This is, uh, we have an E on every episode. <laughs> okay. <laughs> e for explicit. Okay. Yeah. Um, I dropped the soap. And that's why you were angry? Yeah, just, yeah. I mean, it was it was a lot more than that, but that was the straw that broke the camel's back. Oh, it was the soap. <laughs> it was the soap. I was like trying to take a shower because I was late for work. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a bunch of stuff though. Like I, that was just the trigger. Yeah, was I, was, the... I was already like in a bad mood. Like I woke up in a bad mood, and just had like a shitty workout. I was late for work because I didn't pay attention. Like it, again, it's like it's me not realizing that. Like oh shit, I should have been at work by now. Mm-hmm. Oh shit, I should have like been showered by now. Oh. Fuck! I'm dropping the fucking soap. I'm like stupid. Like, yeah. The mm-hmm. fuck is Damn, wrong with a, me? So it's like spiral. the only yeah. The only way I can like get it out anyway is just like, well, fuck me then. You know, it's, it's hurt my fucking hands. Yeah. And did you have you struggled with this like your whole life? My whole life, yeah. Mm-hmm. I I did a. I'm trying to finish up a documentary, but I'm like procrastinating like at every turn. Um, but it's basically like my first um physical competition that was like back in August and I interviewed my mom for it to just kind of tell her okay how far into the podcast are we like five minutes yeah we're like 10 minutes okay 10 minutes in I'm already telling people I do CrossFit oh yeah yeah (laughs) for the for the listeners I was gonna say viewers for the listeners Marco's very hot okay (laughs) Marco's like buff okay not self-proclaimed he's very buff he has a buff walk (laughs) yeah yeah if you listen from our previous podcast yeah that's where your profile picture is just gonna be shirtless yeah yeah you don't know right now (laughs) yeah if you go on his instagram Instagram. yeah he's he works out a lot the lot a lot the funniest thing you ever told me about my instagram was just like you know marco based off your instagram i would think you were an asshole (laughs) but you're really not and i was like thank you (laughs) yeah you could easily be i think i always tell marco marco you could easily be like a (laughs) fuckboy easily be corrupted but for some reason you aren't and yeah. I thank God for that, I guess. Yeah, I do too. So for the documentary, like, what were you asking your mom? I was just basically asking my mom because, like, a lot of things went into me doing CrossFit. It's not like I just decided to, like, jump into it or anything. I used to do MMA, mm-hmm. and I was very serious about competing, but I never, like, did sports growing up. Mm-hmm. It was I was very new to it, and I was scared, you know, scared to, again, fail, scared to not live up to my own expectations and not be able to recover from, like, that kind of, like, fall you know Mm -hmm. because like I wanted to do it do it. I wanted to compete in MMA but I was small I wasn't I knew that like the way I was training like I was coaching people Mm -hmm. who didn't know anything and so I was helping them get better but I wasn't getting any better I wasn't like sparring with dudes who were very good and and so I'm like if I hop into a cage today like I'm gonna lose because I'm going up against somebody who is training for this like their whole mind is just murder me and my mind is like just you know go out there and do my best you know which 
which at that time when I wanted to compete was like a very like intimidating thing. And it was just not something I was ready for. So I was in a car accident and um, I kind of took that as my way out. I mm-hmm. use that as an excuse to be like, okay, well, I'm going to stop doing MMA because I don't want brain trauma. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just going to go do CrossFit now. I'm just going to work out and get big. Did, yeah. Wait, and, did you get into fitness because you were angry? Is that why you to express yeah, it? 100%. 100% yeah. I got into fitness because I was angry and depressed mm-hmm. straight out of high school. Did it help? Yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. So what did your mom say when you were like interviewing her? Well, my mom kind of made it sound like I'm still like dealing with it. Mm-hmm. But that I've, like, calmed down a lot because I've matured a lot. You know, because, like, when I was younger, I used to throw, like, just these. I don't think they were they were pretty bad temper tantrums, I guess. But they weren't common. Like, I would snap every maybe, like, eight months or mm-hmm. something like that. And just, like, get so fucking angry that I did something stupid. And my mom always made me feel stupid afterwards. Like, I to my to my parents' credit, like... I got hit maybe like five times in my life. Mm-hmm. Damn, lucky. You know? <laughs> yeah, like, cause, cause I was, I was um, the oldest and I was an only child for like two years before my sister was born. Mm-hmm. So, and I grew up very sheltered. Like, I didn't grow up in the city. I didn't have friends growing up. I had, like, for the first eight years of my life, the only kids I grew up around were like in school. And then when I came back home, it was just me and my sister and my dogs because we lived out in the middle of buttfuck nowhere in Madeira. Mm-hmm. And um, so, like, I grew up very sheltered. And so, like, I think because of that, discipline was very much like, oh, I can't get mom and dad mad. Like, that's the ultimate, like, dishonor or yeah. anything, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, And I think that goes back to, like, living up to my own Wait, expectations. You said it earlier that you feel like you're not supposed to feel angry. Because I feel like... That's well. That I also feel that, but I express it differently. How do you express it? On I, I don't. I don't express it on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, I hey, that works. It. That works though. Because like I'm very pain averse. I've, I've mentioned multiple times on this podcast. I'm a. I hate pain. I don't like physical pain. <laughs> That's why I kind of like turn it inwardly. Because like you express it by like hitting things or screaming. Yeah. I express it by just inwardly looking in myself mm-hmm. and be like, "Well, you're piece of shit." Oh. Like I'm like angry at myself yeah. rather than like expressing. Yeah, it. no, I get yeah. it. Yeah, you that I do that too, and that I think is worse. I think that's why I choose to go through the physical pain because it's like, you know, you go through like a one hour like rigorous workout where you almost die, and mm-hmm. you're like, oh, I'm not mad at myself anymore. I guess like, you just tire yourself out. Yeah, you just you work it out, you know, or you don't. Mm-hmm. But um, if you go the other route, like you're, I know for me. The naysayer in my mind, like the the nega Marco or bad Marco, <laughs> the anti Marco is yeah. just evil, dude. He says the word like, no, you could not say anything to me that would hurt my feelings worse than I could hurt my own feelings. True, because I know myself. I'm very like self aware. When you were like a, a kid, like, did people like talk badly to you or anything? Or? I, they did a little bit like when I was in kindergarten and shit like that and I think I carried that throughout elementary school and always assumed that people were talking badly about me but looking back it's like mm. no and that's why like sometimes I'll assume that even now like it's weird it's so weird like I'll be out in public and like I'll pass people and if they make like weird eye contact with me and then start like snickering I'll be like what the fuck what's wrong with them mm-hmm. you know and I'll go about my day it doesn't like you know I don't lose sleep over it but it's it's still like I'm still thinking about what other people are thinking about me. Yeah. You guys feel like you have pent up anger from like childhood? Childhood trauma. <laughs> like, that like story, I was really like, you don't understand like how angry I was even when now. When you wrote it? Yeah. Cause like just going back to Mexico and then I was like about oh, to board yeah, the wait, plane. Let's, let's, let's walk back a little bit. Oh, <laughs> we could talk about Mexico the next well, episode. <laughs> no, let's talk no. about it now. So well, well, Paulina disappeared for like two weeks. <laughs> like, in what this will come out two weeks later yeah but like in now time in, at this recording we're supposed to record this last week yeah but then Paulina like well I'm going to Mexico I'm like what the fuck <laughs> just randomly oh it's fine you know I know it is fine yeah. but I was just like wait what like is this happening no my family was going for like personal reasons but mm. they um we went to like four different healers like um just like uh, not therapists or something else <laughs> yeah like curanderas Kind of, yeah. Are They're not like full curanderas. It was uh-huh. more like religious, I would say. I did get a limpia, though. Mm-hmm. 
What are those? But I feel like if I say wish doctor, it's very like no, it gives wish. off a stigma, but it's not. It's not that. It's either. just like different types of healing. I would yeah. say the they, last. They're spiritual healers. Yeah. Oh, spiritual okay. Healers. Yeah. That sounds dope. I want that. Yeah, the last one I made me that. cry a lot, and she was Why? like, "You're carrying a lot of things." Oh shit. And like, I think like that opened up everything. Like whatever I was like suppressing or like trying to let go of that I couldn't let go. Like she just opened that up. And then when I was on boarding back, like here, like I saw like the news that like Kavanaugh, I don't know how to say his name. Kavanaugh? Yeah, that he got the Supreme Court justice oh, appointment. An and I was just like angry and I felt a lot of things because I'm like, it makes you feel like why even bother? Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it makes you feel like all your pain is diminished and it makes you remember all the things that happened to you. Mm. And like, just come back, I'm like, I wanted to write an opinion and that's what came up. But it was just anger. And like, Last night after we like finished production or whatever and I went home and I like was in my car and before I went in I like literally just sobbed and I just screamed and I've never felt that before. Like oh, I've never don't? done I, that. Oh, I do that every time. Like. <laughs> really? <laughs> but I was like all that anger was just grief, mm. you know, and like the thing I've learned about pain is that like it demands to be felt and anger John is like Green. a mask. <laughs> it's a mask and there's like it's a secondary emotion and there's so much shit under there uh, that you have to get through the anger under, i don't even know what's under my anger it's just pain you man you never do it, it it is just pain. dude that's what i'm learning therapy i told my therapist i'm like uh i don't know how to express anger even though mm -hmm. i feel very angry inside yeah i don't know how to express it outwardly without destroying everyone around me yeah. Cause I get easily I feel like I always like, yeah, I could just fucking be an asshole. Yeah. And express my deep percent. Like I've, I've not been, even physical, but like I could just, you know. I've been doing that lately and I don't like it. Like what? being hurt, an asshole. Hurt yeah. people's insecurities, like the yeah. the things that I know that I could use against them. I just mm. choose not to. Yeah, yeah you always like choose I'm, not to. I'm not a asshole, but like I could easily do that. And sometimes they just tempt me to use it. I'm like Asshole. Nothing easy is ever worth it, though. Yeah, yeah. but like, I don't know. How, I, I I don't like holding on to this anger for like years. You have to find like ways to release. Like even this week, right? I was like, these last two days, actually, <laughs> I was just feeling a lot of things, right? Mm. And then my friend donated plants, like for Adriana's thing, and I went to go pick them up. Oh and, yeah. Like, all the anger that I was feeling, I was literally like repotting a plant, and I'm like, that's like. I don't know, like alchemy, I guess, like transforming like all this negative <laughs> shit, because it's just energy and like. Oh, one of my succulents. Making time. something out. Oh. <laughs> well, there is making a little, something out of it. Well, there is a little like thingy growing. Yeah. It was like an offshoot growing, so I guess it wasn't all bad. Yeah. There you go. So that was the lesson I learned from that succulent. I don't know if it's gonna survive or not. Yeah. But I hope it does, cause I like that one. So do you think you know like what stems from your like? Cause it's not it doesn't seem like just anger. It seems like rage. Yeah, where's that anger coming from? Where do you think it comes from? It comes from a lot of places. Like, I, um, I talked about it to one of my coworkers because she's actually really cool. Shout out to Karen at Lowe's. Uh, <laughs> also, Marco works at Lowe's. Yeah, I love Lowe's. Uh, plugging Lowe's. Wait, plug they don't pay that, but <laughs> you're gonna plug Lowe's at the end. Please don't. I won't. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just giving context. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but one of my coworkers is just for some reason just something someone really like easy to go to. So like if Karen's working and I'm working, I won't get anything done because mm. I'll just vent to her for like my whole my whole shift. Mm. And Damn, uh, free therapy, free therapy, man. And uh, something came up recently that like I hadn't really talked about. Like a lot of my like, I think no one really knows this, but like my family. But um, when I was <clears throat> when I was um like little little like maybe like four mm. something like that I don't want to say I got molested because I didn't I no for sure I didn't but I had because okay. it wasn't with an adult it was just a bad like physical experience with like, whom like I I'm not like super comfortable going into oh, okay. it like, too much but, yeah like. It was basically where, like, oh, like, it was, like, with a playmate, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. someone who came over to my house. And, um, I don't know, I feel like, uh, like, the more I talked about it with my coworker, it was just, like, damn, I, like, really, like, felt, like, shame for that. And, like, 
I really like was angry at myself and I felt like I disappointed like my my parents after that you know what I mean because it's like you know it, it was like we were playing like house or whatever yeah. and then things went way too far and I didn't I didn't like it like I wasn't like comfortable with it and what did you do I just like I remember I was like ashamed and I didn't want to like talk to my mom about it but like I'm pretty sure she knew mm-hmm. like I think I remember us talking about it but it was so long ago it's mm. crazy yeah that- I think too like just my experience like last night mm. whatever like screaming like I've never done that no before. it really does but help. that's how you feel in those moments when yeah. you're little I feel like when I was like a little girl and I was six years old like I wanted to scream mm. but I didn't know how to do that and I didn't have like the mental capacity to understand that I didn't like that or that that wasn't comfortable. Are you guys unearthing like, I, I'm unearthing like recent, or not recent, but like memories from like being a kid. I'm like, wow, I really did that. Or like that shit happened. Like mm-hmm. I used to be a very angry kid. Yeah, I, I was angry yeah. too as a little I would girl. like scream at like my friends and I be like, well, I kicked the door down one time and I'm like, what the fuck? And all that anger is like gone. Oh, I, mean, I feel like I internalized that now. I'm like, yeah. I don't want to feel that anymore i used to like snap at my family all the time and then i had a conversation with my grandma because like i've been really open about all these things and she was like i understood that like anger was the only way that you knew how to say what was wrong Mm. and that's what i feel like anger is you know like you don't i don't know how to explain it it's like you just haven't learned how to express another thing Mm. and you just have the surface level yeah you know you just have the symptom but you're not Getting to the root. Yeah, 100%. I mean, that like what I was angry about uh, last week was, had nothing to do with actually dropping the soap. Yeah, of course. Or actually course. being late to work. Or actually like having a shitty workout, you know? Yeah. It was something else. Yeah, it was definitely something else. I know what it was. Yeah. Was it that? Hmm? Was it that thing? Yeah. Or was it, Oh, okay. That was definitely that thing. Damn, uh, like after this. all these years. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not Sorry, not that thing. I thought you meant like what you already know oh, okay. happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That one thing That's what it was. Which we can talk about. I, I don't want to leave it ambiguous. Yeah. But yes. there's a lot of, like, childhood trauma that just... Yeah, this should just be renamed to childhood trauma. <laughs> the podcast. Boys, it's all, I mean, it is boys. Trauma. Yeah. I mean, I'm still very angry that I left the Philippines. That's, like, something I... Mm-hmm. I was angry about that, too, I think, about... Yeah. But it's not anger, I'm telling you. It's just, like, well, sadness that, and pain. Uh, yeah, sadness that I don't get to spend my, like, I, I life think, in my family. Mm-hmm. Or my extended I've, family. I think I've reconciled that specific moment Mm -hmm. but there are so many other moments that i'm still angry about like that car crash i'm still angry about Mm. 100 percent. i'm still angry i'm still scared and i'm still like like angry Uh, that's crazy because like i had a car crash and i don't was it your fault though (laughs) oh yeah i got i got sued over it but i did too i beat her shout out i I shouldn't say his her name but she's a she caused me much pain what happened, got thrown what out. Happened in yours? Oh, okay. So I, I crashed into somebody because I was an idiot How? and I was like, like looking at my them? maps. No, I t-boned them straight up. Oh shit! This happened in 2014. Yeah, see, I got t-boned. Oh, are we in the same accident? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Ram, no. you oh shit! Why'd you sue me? <laughs> uh, I got t-boned and I got sued. What the? F- that doesn't make sense. Yeah, I know, right? Whatever. It's their fault. But yeah, well, I got sued a year later because mm-hmm. the same lady got yeah, same. got in. Got into an accident at the same spot. Mm. I'm like, maybe you're just a bad driver. Yeah. If you keep having, I think that's a timer for break the camera for the camera too. But anyways, mm. I'm just gonna finish the story. But yeah, I got sued, <laughs> and then yeah, that just sucked. And I wasn't even angry. Like I said, I don't know how to feel anger. Yeah. Until it's too late, where I like yeah same. destroy that other person. No, exactly. Mm-hmm. Do you ever feel like? <laughs> I feel like I've passed the point of like. When I was a kid, I always had, like, this fantasy of, like, just blowing up and, like, fighting somebody. Yeah. And I'm past that now because I can't do that because I'll go to jail. (laughs) I can't fight somebody. I'm I'm definitely still ready to fight someone. Yeah, but I'm just not going to fight somebody that No, I'm not going to fight somebody over nothing. The last time I almost got into a fight, I I had no problem, like, fighting, fighting the Mm -hmm. person. Um, Because I knew I wasn't at fault. And that's, like, the worst thing you can do to me is, like, just let me loose and like let me know that I'm in the right because mm-hmm. then I won't have any like shame about it you know then there's nothing really to hold me back because I'm a good person but if I don't feel like I'm doing anything wrong yeah what's really holding me back 
Do you feel like the anger that like when you really like blow up mm -hmm. or Shit. just like that you experience is like tied to shame? Like when someone makes you feel ashamed? Wait, before yeah. you answer that, I'm just going to restart. We're okay. going to take a break. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because also I'm going to play an ad. There's oh. an ad. Well, it's not an ad. It's like another podcast that uh, you'll hear it. We're going to do some advertising. In a world where mental health problems are used as common tropes in various forms of storytelling, therapist Ryan Engelstad and executive producer Mike Graham try to determine what lines up with real life and what is just exaggerated fantasy. Listen as we delve into the fantastical tales told about mental health in books, movies, and television. This is Pop Psych 101. All right. Hi. Welcome back to the pod. And yeah, you just heard like a little ad from uh, Ryan Engelstad and Mike. Uh, they, they have a podcast called Pop Psych, which Ryan's actually a licensed therapist. I was on his podcast called The Best Medicine. And Pop Psych is like a a podcast that looks at pop culture under like a therapist lens and like how if what they're portraying is accurate or not or like if it's harmful or not. They did a bunch of episodes like Lars and the Real Girl. Have you ever seen that? No. It's like Ryan Gosling and like this weird doll. It's pretty good. All and they also did Pulp Fiction because that's all about like I think he has DID, dissociative something identity disorder. Yeah, identity disorder and they're doing which i like i like uh what's it called silver linings playbook mm -hmm. as a as a recently diagnosed bipolar 2 person <laughs> that movie makes so much sense and i'm like wow that's me <laughs> especially like talking about meds i love talking about meds to people i'm like oh what meds are you on mm -hmm. <laughs> like i talk to lexi all about meds all the time which is mm -hmm. fun but yeah check it out they're great uh anyways we're back we're back <laughs> we're back uh but i had asked um like when you find yourself the most angry mm -hmm. do you feel like it's tied to shame or when someone like makes you feel like less than yeah definitely like shame embarrassment like anytime i feel like i'm not behaving or being that ideal me or someone else isn't acknowledge me as acknowledging me as that mm -hmm. Like, <laughs> acknowledge you, please. Yeah. No, it's, or, you know, validate me, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's part of the reason why I was mad, like, two weeks ago. Yeah. You know, I just, um, to leave it not ambiguous, I don't want to say too much because I have no right, you know, to just share my side of the story mm -hmm. and make the other person look, you know, Yeah, this isn't about them. This is about you. And, yeah. Make I'm, sure. I'm not trying to make them look bad. Yeah. This is know? about... Your feelings, mm. not theirs. Yeah. Make that very clear. Because yeah. we've had problems in the past. Oh my God, stop. <laughs> but anyways. At, and the truth is, like, I still care about that person. I still want them to, like, succeed and thrive and be happy. But the entire time, like, I was, quote unquote, with them. Or or at least toward the end, like, I didn't feel very validated. I didn't feel cared for. Mm -hmm. And it sucks because it's someone who I really cared for. And it's someone who I really, like wanted you know things to work out with or for you know i wanted mm -hmm. i just wanted good to come out of that situation and and it it just kind of didn't work out it was one of those things you know mm -hmm. nobody's mm -hmm. fault nobody nobody's to blame and there shouldn't be any anger or anything yeah. like that i was so angry uh, i was just angry at the situation i was angry i was angry at myself because it felt like Fuck, you I, failed. I, I failed. I went yeah. through this shit again. And I felt like, you know, the way. It was all your fault. It was all my fault. Yeah. yeah, basically. Do you feel too like, well, just thinking about like what happened to you and like that experience that was like traumatic for you or whatever. Which one? Uh, when you were a child, uh -huh. like men aren't supposed to like behave that way or yeah, like that happened. Let's talk about them. masculinity. Like, let's, let's... I feel like the society, even when we talk about like survivors of like rape or things like that mm -hmm. they exclude men because men don't really come up like talk about it yeah 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 no i know like i have 
friends that are like brothers to me and I haven't told them this and I don't know if they've experienced anything like that. Mm-hmm. But if they like we've shared a whole bunch of shit with each other and we've never had a conversation about that. So that that should tell you like how open men feel about sharing those kinds of experiences. It's like not theory. Why why do you think you couldn't share that with them? Um well first because it's like I'm acknowledging that at one point, you know, I was powerless I'm powerless yeah yeah which is, which is a big theme in like a lot of traumatic events with me yeah like I, I i can count on my hand and i know each and every single like event that like as as i felt it i was like oh fuck this is gonna fuck me for like a few years <laughs> <laughs> they're like oh no or like you meet yeah. a person like well how are you gonna ruin my life <laughs> <laughs> no no it's not like that <laughs> oh you're a scorpio <laughs> <laughs> that's how i see every scorpio but um uh i'm sorry no, good I, I got so sidetracked. Um, what was the original question? I even forgot. I f- whatever. Let's talk about masculinity. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, you couldn't, like, we talk couldn't about talk it. about it. Yeah. No, it's, it's just. I've never had to talk about it. You know, mm. I've never. No one's ever asked me, you know. Oh, you shit. Ever been, like, True. Sexually harassed. You ever been molested? You ever been, you know, uncomfortable yeah. sexually? Because, no, men, like, whenever I talk about sex with. Any of my guy coworkers, or anything like that? Oh, dude, I fucked the shit out of that girl, <laughs> bro. Like, oh, that's most. Of, that's most of what the conversation that's is. The the gist of the conversation. Yeah. And it's like, you know, no, I really wouldn't. You know what I mean? Yeah, it just like, doesn't. I sex is like whatever to me. Honestly, I I was very uncomfortable with my first time and like you know lead just like kissing girls leading up to it. Like it was very like. Should I even be doing this? Like, I, I didn't know how to approach it because it's like, as a man, like, I don't know if you ever have that idea in your head, Ram, but it's like, you know, you could like rape a girl at any moment, right? Uh, yeah, I acknowledge that that's like, I, I always, and I, you know, they're thinking that, right? I could, yeah, uh, you, you, especially you, you, like me being physically, like, yeah, you equate it to like, I equate it to like some, like a big, big burly person in a, in a room full of glass. Just glass, mm. like cups, glass cups. Yeah, which I don't want to equate women to like fragile things because no, 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 you guys aren't. Like, but like, that's how sometimes you're viewed as like a weapon. Like you're like a, a, a like yeah. You just feel dangerous. Well, it's like you have, this and I don't know how to, to like. You have this pressure to just fuck to do just hit it. Oh yeah, well from other that, men. That's from yeah, other yeah. men. Mm-hmm. They're like well, you have in, to fuck in general. Like you have yeah. that pressure to go do that, and then it's like, but I'm not the type of dude to like. You yeah, know, do that. Like, if I'm talking to a girl, I don't I'm think most men want to rape people. No, I, for sure, I don't want yeah. to. But it's like, I there is that like kind of like there's feeling that like, you know, the back of my head like, do I have consent? Like, am I good? Oh yeah. And like now I know. Like you, you really do. I you think have that, to be stupid to like uh, not know. Yeah, but the education for men is kind of it is it's bad. It's bad because like I I feel like I've learned it from like other dudes which are pretty stupid and from porn that's just a state of masculinity at this point and like brett kavanaugh is like ruining it for everybody else because uh he cried during the he's going for our brand he's he, he cried during the supreme court hearing and then now he's kind of using that to like further his own thing when it's like come on dude like you can't use crying because you yeah. got called out so what i'm do you like think come that, on like uh, how does that affect you like that you feel like this pressure to like you know get at girls or whatever yeah now i just ignore it because i'm just like no i'm not trying to fucking do that that's fucking gross mm-hmm. um it it kind of like bothers me a little bit but not to like the point that i like you know do anything about it like mm-hmm. i don't i i don't acknowledge it it doesn't like phase me because i i went through so much like i think to try to like Get away from that whole like idea of I was powerless. Mm-hmm. I kind of embraced that like yeah, just fuck whatever this and that when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Like I'm talking really young. Yeah. Like after that happened, like I was sexually like aware, mm-hmm. and it's very weird to be sexually aware that young because mm-hmm. like you can't do anything. Like you don't know <laughs> what to do. Yeah. But like you you know what's out there now. You yeah. know what I mean? So uh, I think after that, like I totally embraced like that whole. I think I really did just that view, macho. Yeah, I really did just kind of view women as like objects for like a long time at like in school, you know, like, yeah, like 
middle school and stuff like that. Maybe like the early years of high school, but yeah. like, um, like it it got so tied to like my anger, and it's like like I said, like being an angry person is the shittiest feeling in the world. And me, me being angry is the shittiest feeling. I feel like like I rather be sad than angry. I'd rather shit my pants <laughs> than like than be, be angry. angry in front of a bunch of people. I'd rather shit my pants in front of a bunch of people than be angry in front of a bunch of people. So You know what's interesting? Like I realize um like the way I deal with anger sometimes or like even in the past is like I isolate, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's because my anger makes me feel ashamed. Like oh, yeah, yeah that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And so like because I'm ashamed I wanna be alone and I don't want anybody to see me. Yeah. And I want to deal with it on my own. Mm -hmm. But I what I'm realizing now it's like because anger is just pain, like do you, you have to bring it. Way? Grief? Do you isolate? Not anymore. Or like today in the morning, I was like crying. I was like because I still feel a lot of pain, right? Mm -hmm. From like this story. And I was like, I can cry in my room alone or I can go to my mom and cry and yeah. hug her. And so I literally woke up. And she was in her garden and I went and I hugged her and I just cried and I sobbed. And like the thing about shame is that it continues to exist if you don't let, let yourself it. be seen. Oh, yeah. Mm. When you like cry in front of somebody and you like express all the pain and they're there and they're present for you. It's like it can exist, you know? Yeah. That's why as soon as like I blow up, the anger goes away because like I get embarrassed. And my mm. mom would always like whenever I threw a temper tantrum, it was just like, "Mijo, ya estás grandecito. Like you're you're too old to be doing this, <laughs> you know." And it was just like, "Fuck, I am too old. Like I am like, you know, yeah, I shouldn't be doing that, cause um, I feel like I grew up really fast. Mm. Now that I think about it, it's probably because of that early experience. Yeah, mm. but also like when I was eight, like." The, this chain that I wear around, mm -hmm. like, I, it's not like, it's not like a cholo chain. It's not like, <laughs> like a cool, like, like, I'm trying to be cool chain or anything. This is like my uncle's. Mm -hmm. And he passed away when I was eight. And, mm -hmm. um, like, we, we were really close. It was, um, he was mentally disabled. And he was the reason that my mom got to stay home for a lot of my childhood. And part of the reason why I grew up so sheltered, because I had my mom home. Mm -hmm. um, so once he passed away, my mom didn't you know, she wasn't being paid as his caregiver anymore. Mm -hmm. So she had to go find a job. And my dad was already working as it was. So I didn't see my parents at all, really, from like eight to now. Mm -hmm. You know, they're always working. Yeah. Mm. I think um, like when you talk about like growing up too fast, mm -hmm. like I definitely relate because like when I came back to Fresno and I was like broken and I finally felt like, all that pain. Mm -hmm. Like I remember it was Easter and all my family was outside and all the little kids were playing, right? Yeah. And I was like going through my shit and I just looked at all the little kids and I just felt like this anger. Like, yes. because I was like, I didn't know how to explain it, but I'm like, there's something that children have, mm -hmm. like that innocence. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that was taken from me and I can mm -hmm. never get that back. That's, and uh, I grew up too fast and I knew things that I shouldn't have never known at that age. That's how I felt at my uncle's funeral. It was an open casket, and it was really fucked up. I hate open caskets. <laughs> like, dude, burn me. Don't fucking, <laughs> don't let my family see me dead. That's you don't so, want that? That's so fucked up, dude, to be eight years old and see somebody you knew like that yeah. and to touch them and feel just that it's not like a person anymore. Mm -hmm. That's not a person anymore. Yeah. It's a cold body. It's like, why did we need that? Mm -hmm. You know? So, like, I remember I cried uh, at my uncle's funeral, and then I walked outside. And I just, like, after I cried, you know, obviously, like, I was just outside, mm -hmm. sitting down, and there were kids outside, like, younger than me who were, like, playing and stuff like that, like, my little cousins, and I was just fucking angry, like, why the fuck do they get to enjoy life? Like, <laughs> like, like, legit, I was just like, why the fuck is, why, how the fuck can anyone on earth be happy at this moment? <laughs> Whoa. That's how angry I was, and that carried on through a lot of years. Yeah. I think, too, though, it's, like, because, like, your development stages, like, it's a child. I think it's like from one to seven. I don't know. I don't know the science. But like that's when your brain is forming, right? Yeah. So when you have something traumatic in those years, like you never learn how to express that correctly. Mm -hmm. Like your brain is wired differently. Yeah. So like you never learn how to express that anger or mm -hmm. how to express that pain. And so it continues to do like 
in rage. I think yeah. it's culturally too. I feel like yeah. you guys were never allowed to be angry at your parents, right? No. <laughs> no, like, I would. I me and my mom. Are you guys? You, you like talk back to your mom? I would. I'm a. I'm a Scorp- They're Scorpios and Leo. Jesus. <laughs> I would get beat. I was never allowed to be angry. I, I mean, my, my mom would hit me, but it wasn't yeah. like. Extreme. Yeah. No, but like in my house when I was a kid, no one. I can't talk back at my parents. I remember like, specifically there was not one a day. thing. Mm-hmm. I remember there was one day where like I was gonna talk back to my dad. I just woke up in a bad mood. Like my dad, like the way he knocks on my door, because my dad's so fucking annoying. <laughs> I love my dad, but he'll he'll knock on my door, and this is how he'll do it. He'll what the fuck? <laughs> That's annoying as shit. Yeah, until I open it, <laughs> and I'm just like, oh my fucking god. And this morning, like I just I had it. Like I was just fucking angry, and I go, what? You know? And like you don't say what? You don't say. Uh, yeah, you don't. That's a bad know? answer. Mandame, you know, it's yes, father. You know? <laughs> and um, he's just like, hey, don't. Like, I think he was in a bad mood too, to be perfectly fair. And he's like, don't answer me like that, you know? <laughs> like, get ready for school. And I like, I was gonna like shoulder bump him, like just, you know, in the, <laughs> in the little hallway. I was like, I better not, cause he'll still fucking hit me, you know? Yeah. yeah. And, uh, or maybe he would, cause like I said, like, I didn't get hit too much, but like, I never put it past my dad to do it because mm-hmm. my dad has bad anger too. Yeah. And um, that that same day, uh, like I got mugged at knife point. Oh and, shit. Yeah, and I think my dad may have felt bad about like maybe even the way he talked to me because like I cried that day. Mm-hmm. Like after I got mugged, I walked home just like ashamed and like I hugged my sister and I cried. And my dad got home and I cried. With my dad hugging my dad too, and it's just wait, were, were you the one that told me that? Wait, no, that might have been Terry Crews, where <laughs> <laughs> it's like they worked out so they wouldn't feel like powerless ever again. I, I mean, that's why I did MMA when I turned eighteen, so you could like defend yourself. Yeah, because I wasn't about to let anybody do that to me again. I'd never mm. let anyone do that to me or anyone around me ever again. Okay. Do you feel like you know how to be vulnerable with people, like to allow true vulnerability? Because I struggle with that, like. Yeah. To be truly vulnerable. Like, even now, like, I barely allow people, I barely told people, like, they could call me Pao. And that's, yeah. like, my childhood nickname. Aww. And it's, like, I never wanted, I wouldn't allow people to do that or it made me uncomfortable because yeah. I'm, like, that's, like, me at my purest. Mm-hmm. That's me. The, that's the person that just loved unconditionally. And I didn't want to give that to people. That's what I call my little cousin, Paula. Paula? I call her Pao. Mm-hmm. I call her Pao Pao. Pao Pao. <laughs> but, yeah, do you feel like you can, you know how to, like, I feel like I'm vulnerable. Yeah, I feel like I've learned it. You know, it, yeah. it's taken a lot of time, but like I just, I don't know why. I don't know why I understand it, but it's like I just get that there's no point in holding on to anger and there's no like point in playing. Because the thing is, I don't see a benefit in pretending to be macho or tough about it anymore. Like, what am I gaining from, like, if I'm, if I fake it, like I'm actually hiding from the problem mm-hmm. and that's weakness. And to me, like, I'm always trying to be better than myself. I'm always trying to be, like, strong. Mm-hmm. So, like, sometimes being vulnerable is strong, like you said, you know? So, I feel yeah. like, yeah. Oh, I was going to say, I can't wait for the masculinity episode. Because you're coming back for that. Okay. Because, I mean, I, I think I've talked to you about this. But uh, we were going to do a masculinity episode. Because I don't want to get into masculinity now. Yeah. Not, but, like, because masculinity is in a state of... It's in it's in crumbles. There is. I mean, is it, it, it's, it's it's really shitty. It's sh- it's shitty. The to- it's the toxicity has gotten to. Yeah. We're gonna make. How, it right. how do you how do you deal with toxic masculinity? Because I've talked to you about this. Because you're like yeah. stereotypical, like we said, you're stereotypical, like I'm a buff. Yeah. You could be an asshole. I'm a macho man. You could mm-hmm. be a fuckboy easily. Yeah. But just don't. But why don't you? Just don't be, because there's no point in it. Because mm. nobody likes. But why that. do you think other men do that? Um, they're either dumb, like they don't. Like, <laughs> I don't like, think they're no, dumb. There no, has to be some of them. There, there, there are some people who are dumb though. Like you can't discredit like people not being educated. Yeah, like we okay. all know, we all know that guy in high school who like they would ask him to read, and he was reading at a third grade <laughs> oh level my God, stop. in twelfth grade, like <laughs> popcorn the, reading. Yeah, just and then Lenny and like, like yeah. bro, stop yelling into the book. Like you know, it's yeah. of mice and men, not like you know, you're not at the forum hall. You know. Yeah. But yeah, I'm just. I just think. Masculinity is in a so some guys shambles. are dumb and like uh, Paulina said, like some people use it as like a defense mechanism because they don't want to, they don't know how to be vulnerable, they don't know how to express anger yeah. or sadness or anything else. So because yeah. they don't know how to express it, they they put that front up, they put that yeah. shield up, 
You know, yeah. it's because you want to feel powerful. Yeah, you want to have that control. And I don't like. And you never learn how to deal with your emotions, so you just. Yeah. Well, this this is one thing that bothered me during the whole Brett, whatever the fuck his name is, because yeah. he cried, and then a lot of people, like now he's conflating like vulnerability with you know trying to get out of being accountable for stuff. Yeah. yeah. And I hate that. Do. You can't do that. You can't use crying to your your emotions to like get you out of things you don't want to. I mean, yeah, it's and fine to be vulnerable, but and you can't ever discredit when someone says you hurt them. Yeah, exactly. You know, when and someone like, says you. Like you hurt my feelings doing this, you don't get to say like, "Ah, oh, grow up," <laughs> or um, "I wasn't even trying to hurt your feelings." Like that's not the point. If you what are you like twelve? Not, yeah, <laughs> I feel like that's a very childish thing. That, like, like, just acknowledge that you hurt my feelings, bro. Like, just yeah, don't don't discredit how I'm feeling, cause like all you have to do is acknowledge it, and we can move past it. If I'm telling you something, yeah, cause like, you're like it's serious. I'm yeah. not. I'm not playing games. Yeah, you know. Do you tell people like when they hurt your feelings? No. No. <laughs> Maybe you should. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Maybe you should. Maybe I should. Yeah. yeah. But like like I said, I don't wanna like play the blame game or anything with yeah. this last girl I was talking to. Yeah, yeah. But still that your feelings are still valid. My feelings were hurt. They're yeah. valid. They're there. I yeah. mean I feel like not letting yeah, yeah. Feelings demand to be felt. Yeah. And they, they will. Do. And when you feel angry and stuff, like for me it's like I might feel angry and like I might be a little cactus, like say, like get away from me. But really deep inside, like I want someone to see me, yeah, and to hug me, mm -hmm. and to see all the pain that I'm carrying. I, I love when people ask me, like, "Are you okay?" Because mm -hmm. I'm not. I'm Are not you able, okay? Yeah. Are you okay right now? I'm okay right now. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not good at hiding it. I'm very like expressive with everything. So you know, anybody who knows me knows when I'm sad or when I'm angry or. Mm. or anything like i make it very obvious i feel like like even on my instagram and shit like oh yeah you plainly yeah, yeah you, i think you overshare as much as i well actually you can't beat <laughs> you but, can't be i can't beat ram <laughs> but you but overshare. I, I overshare plenty but it's like sometimes i need to let it out a and b sometimes i say the shit that i need to hear because nobody's saying it to me yeah mm -hmm. i mean like no one's really gonna look at it anyways i don't expect anyone on my instagram story to actually consume the Read into oh, my yeah, oversharing because, like, well, I'm pretty sure they like click through it. I do. No. Well, yeah, I know the people that care do, but like, but I look through like everybody's shit, you know? Mm. Yeah. Like, if some, if anybody's not feeling bad, I try to be there because it's shitty. And yeah. you never know, like, dude, I got hit up like last month by this dude I went to preschool with who just added me on Instagram, like, after we graduated. You know, he's just like, dude, I don't know if anybody tells you this, but like you changed a lot since high school. And this man mm -hmm. just complimenting me on like, you know, the whole fitness journey and like what I'm doing now as a coach and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And like it meant a lot, you know, and I don't have like the closest relationship with this person, but I, yeah, I still it's appreciated still nice. that. You yeah. know, it's, it's still nice. Yeah. yeah, it's nice to hear from anyone anything nice, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I like you should do that. And then you get. You kind of like pass that on to somebody else. Yeah. You're like, oh, like you I feel. should pick up or I should tell somebody this yeah. that I actually think. Like, because I do that now, especially when like people on social media. That's how I feel. I'm sorry. Oh, no, but because people on social media always say like, check on your friends, but like, mm -hmm. not, no one really does that. Mm -hmm. But like, when you actually do, it feels really nice to like actually help out somebody. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because, especially when you see like very depressing posts mm -hmm. from somebody, I'm like, oh. And you know you're supposed to reach out, but at the same time you have that weird like, should I even? Yeah. But I recommend you do that. Yeah, because like, if you're reach being out. genuine about it, like, yeah, you have no reason to feel like, oh, I shouldn't have done that, you know? Yeah. And <laughs> that's, you know, when when you go back to masculinity, I I don't know if this is condescending or not, but that's how I feel like men should approach women. It's like you should just go in there with the best of intentions and go yeah. in there to like meet them and go in there to like, you know go into a conversation with them to just genuinely make them feel good, you know? Yeah. Like, are you not funny, dude? Can you not make <laughs> anyone laugh? Do you have no interesting thoughts? Okay, then be an asshole. But it, <laughs> what but the if, fuck? I don't know. You have I don't no, know. You have you no recourse. Be, but you if should. you... No, no, no. I'm just kidding. But if you have any swim, semblance of a personality, show somebody. Mm. Oh, yeah, be yeah. Be vulnerable, you know? Because if they reject you at that point, Okay, they are rejecting you as a person, and that does hurt. <laughs> I mean, they probably have their but, own shit. But uh, most girls, like, if you if you talk to them, like, as a genuine, like, person, like, they're not going to, like, 
ill, you know? Most yeah. most girls are pretty nice about it. And they're like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, I'm not, you know. Yeah. Men are in crisis. And um, we need to talk to ourselves. <laughs> like, hey, y'all you know need to stop. You know what I was um, thinking, too, like, just about anger. Mm-hmm. Like, the metaphor that, like, comes into my own life or visual is, like, it's like someone stuck a knife in you, right? Like, mm-hmm. whatever happened to you. And, like, you never learn how to, like, take like take care of that wound. So you, oh, like, yeah. suppressed it and you numbed it and you did all these things, right? But, like, that wound is, like, infected and it's, like... Yeah, well, infected there's with... Pu- there's pus and uh, all that, right? Yeah. Filled and when you finally, like, decide beer. that you're ready to feel it, like, it just hurts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, slowly by slowly you heal it, but it's, like, just pain. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of that is anger. It's, like, react- like reacting to that, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like it takes a while to like oh, yeah. get to the bottom of everything. For sure. Yeah, I'm just getting that anger part. It's delayed. It's been so delayed for all these years. Anger. I'm like, wow. But you know what? It's like, you Maya know, Angelou it's here is my now. favorite person because she's like, yes. you must be angry. Like when shit happens, like be angry. Yeah. But don't be bitter. Like don't let bitterness oh, I consume love bitter. you. I, no, I, I love being two, bitter. I have two things to recommend to you. Like that you, I feel like you should do. First of all, here's something because they're both things that I did, and I think you'll appreciate them both. Don't say CrossFit. Um, <laughs> I wasn't gonna say CrossFit. Okay. I don't think CrossFit is for everyone to be perfect. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, what's the two things? Um. So first is do yell, like Paulina said. Oh, I like, love yelling. I think, Who's here? Oh, hey Ben. Hello. Hey Ben. What are the two things? Okay, so I think you'll appreciate this. Is when I was angry and I was hurt a couple weeks ago, I listened to Black Skinhead. Oh, wait. <laughs> yeah. And you Dude, yelled. I yelled. You know that part? Where the shit about to go down. Like, I was. Oh, yeah. Jesus is like car. my favorite album to be angry to. I put on New Slaves and I just scream. The other song that I love um, to be like sad to is Leave Me Alone by J. Cole. And, like, <laughs> dude. I cried like the first time I had to drive after my car accident. I drove my mom's Cadillac home because I wasn't comfortable being around people when we were at like a family thing. Mm-hmm. Like I cried driving on the way home to that song and like windows were down. I was, Bro, you cried to J. Cole? I'm just kidding. Yeah, you cried to J. Cole. <laughs> Fuck don't, you. Don't, ex- don't expose me. I'm n- I have never cried to J. Cole. Yeah, right. I have never cried to J. Cole, well, the artist. Never. You cried at Coco too, you. That's what Coco is you supposed to cry you know, at Coco? Guys should be saying weenie instead of like pussy or like girl. <laughs> weenie. No, don't be a girl. No, say don't be a weenie. Yeah, <laughs> don't be a little weenie. <laughs> yeah, because we need other because we need to like bring insults. guys down a peg. <laughs> yeah, they really do. So, do you feel like at this point of your life, do you feel like seen that people see you like for you, who you truly are and everything? I feel like the people around me do, mm-hmm. and I feel like I do a good job of just finding like great people because i don't i've never had like a shitty friend mm-hmm. like as an adult mm-hmm. never had a really shitty friend i mean there was one girl like a couple this year has been the year of like bad experiences with girls but, <laughs> mm-hmm. but yeah this um <laughs> sorry <Ram. laughs> you tell um, me <laughs> anyways <Yeah>. um <laughs> but but there's this one girl i was talking to like who worked at lowe's actually mm-hmm. um and she ended up having a boyfriend, dude. Wow. Yeah. Like, no, but like. Oh, yeah. You told me about this. Yeah. She she didn't tell me she had a boyfriend the entire time we were talking, the entire time we were doing stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's not just shitty to me. Because like, I wasn't trying to just fuck. Like, I was trying to have a relationship with you. That's not just shitty with me because you knew I was being genuine. That's shitty to him, too. He's still with her. Mm-hmm. And he knew he cheated on She cheated on him, too. See, there's a lot of what guys deal with. Yes. Yeah, I can't wait for that episode. So want to makes, delve into that. What makes you feel like the most validated? Hmm. I think talks like this, you know, honestly, like just asking, you know, mm-hmm. how's your how's your day going? It you I don't get that a lot, you know? Really? Yeah. What the heck? I feel like I, I ask I try to ask that to everybody. Just like, hey, how's it going? For reals though. Well not yeah, like a but, fake like But small you talk. always say like, yeah. It's okay. Uh, you always say that, we but like that. asking, like, you know, you ever just how are you doing? Like for real? Do you ever just tell somebody like I'm terrible? Thanks for asking. Yeah, <laughs> I, all I, the time. I, I straight up just say I all the feel time. Like shit. If I'm feeling bad at at Lowe's, like when we have our little like huddles or whatever, they'll be like, my manager will be like, "All right, how's everybody doing today?" I'm like, "Fucking terrible." <laughs> I will say but it's that. true but I'll it's also that. funny and it's true yeah like I, I love saying shit like that they go um, alright does anybody in any department need any help 
uh, Tony, Marco, I'm like just emotional support. <laughs> oh my gosh. I say that all the fucking time. And I mean, it, that's not even it a joke. It rarely gets time. a laugh. It mostly gets like, <laughs> okay. Do you go oh. to therapy, Marco? I went, I went to therapy when I was eight because of what happened to my uncle. And I went straight after high school because I was like depressed and shit like that. Like I, I came here to the, um, psych services. Psych services. I loved it. You know, I, I went after, high school like my first semester here and then I went after my car accident because I needed to mm-hmm. let a lot of that shit out I was very angry after that yeah. do you feel like you still need it or you feel like 100% what do you, do you think need is it? like or stopping you from like oh, yeah, what do you, time. going time time mm-hmm. I mean like do I need need it like am I in crisis no mm-hmm. but what do I think it'd be helpful of course mm-hmm. I think everybody needs it you know but I also need stuff like this, you know, just conversation with two good friends. Yeah. Like I, before, like we start talking about my stuff again, I wanted to say this at the beginning. Mm-hmm. I'm so proud of you two. And I am like elated to hear like Aww. anything good oh, from bad vice. Like <laughs> I, I'm sorry, not bad vice. Boys do cry. <laughs> you like plug your own podcast. <laughs> I am so sorry. No, no it's okay. No, that, that that's a dead is, podcast. Pod is dead. <laughs> no. You hear the anger of me when I say <laughs> that podcast is dead. No, I'm elated to hear anything good from Boys Do Cry. And I love how much attention this is getting because, like, I think this is so necessary. Mm. It's so necessary for us just to, like, be open to, like, having this conversation and mm. getting rid of not just the stigma, but, like, this whole idea that any of us are fine. Mm. Like, none of us know what the fuck we're doing. <laughs> Who yeah. the fuck knows what we, the fuck they're barely... doing? Who the fuck is okay? Who the fuck is actually okay? Raise your fucking hand right now. Shut the fuck up. I'm not cool. So what do you like envision for yourself? Like what do you hope for yourself? As far as what? Just in terms of your, I don't know, just life. Um, Writing my coattails. Yeah. (laughs) Writing Ram's coattails to success. I want to be successful. I want to just like fucking try. Like I was so hungry after high school. Mm -hmm. And when I first started like really working out, I was so like, Dude, I didn't date anyone for like two years. I didn't even think about dating anyone for two years. Like I was just so like focused on me because I was so hurt and I was so like trying to recover from that. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hurt again. I mean, it's necessary. I don't want to like, you know, be bitter and angry or anything, but I want to like feel that like passion, mm-hmm. not not hunger because hunger is you get full, you get <laughs> stuffed and hunger is temporary. Mm-hmm. But passion, I want passion in my work. And I feel like I'm getting there. You know, I don't want to jinx it or anything. Ram and I both kind of feel like we're on the upswing of things. Mm-hmm. We were talking about this earlier. but Yeah, we're on the upswing. For I, sure. Don't jinx it. Knock on wood. <laughs> but yeah, definitely. I just, I want to, I want to have the opportunity to like work. Because work for me in any way, shape or form, except at Lowe's, has <laughs> always like, has not just distracted me from my problems, but helped me work through them. Like, mm-hmm. Like, I feel so much better after working out, you know? Mm. Like, it leaves very little energy to be angry. Mm. I mean, some days are worse than others, but definitely, like, a lot of times, like, if I run... Oh, yeah, yeah, that's one thing I did, and what I was going to say is MMA Ram. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You cannot be angry if you do MMA, because if you spar angry, you will hurt yourself. Mm -hmm. You have Mm -hmm. to be calm. You have to be relaxed, and you have to, like... You know, feel really yourself, do. relax. Because if you're, if I'm ever angry in a fight, I know I'm gonna lose. Mm. You cannot win a fight that way. I know people think like, no, dude, when I get angry, I just start swinging. I just see red. You're gonna get choked the fuck out. Yeah. Because you don't know what you're doing. Even if you do know what you're doing, like you just, you're not thinking straight. So why the fuck would you fight correctly if you can't like walk? If you can't breathe correctly, why would you fight correctly? Mm. Yeah. Just wanna you know? fight. So I would um, to fight somebody. So, so I'm sorry, like that and like running. I running. fucking I hate running I, though. Yeah, but I I love running. So I'll run like five miles if I feel like you yeah. know yeah. my anxiety acting up or like anger or anything. Yeah, sadness. What would you tell like, um, I would say like little Marco. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah what would you tell him? Like it's really good. think about this. Yeah, that the little last boy. Thing. Cause that's what I would. That's that was. I mean, I made a letter and it was like for other people, but it's really like you're talking That's to yourself. You. Yeah. Yeah. This whole thing is talking to ourselves. What was the name of your letter called? Uh, for all sleepless sleep nights. nights. For all the sleepless nights. Yeah. Like, what would you tell that person? Yeah. If they could hear this pod. If like little me could hear, could hear this. Just. 
feels so good to be happy and to make other people happy that you don't have to hold on to that anger. You don't have to hold on to that hurt. If you make other people happy, it won't just distract you from that, you know, hurt and anger that you feel. Mm. You're going to actually feel better. You're going to actually like not not only not want to feel that, but you're not going to have to feel that anymore. I think that's what I would say. Damn. I felt that. <laughs> All right. I guess that's that's, that's it. this. <laughs> yeah. We made yeah, we did an hour. Words. Yeah. Uh for anybody out there. Just don't be bitter. Like I know that sometimes like just letting go of like that anger feels like you're being like a bitch or like, well, I I could have gotten to them, you know, or whatever. Taking the high road doesn't always feel great. <laughs> but like you know, life's not always going to be great. You're not always going to be happy. It's not It's not a wave of, you know, highs and highs and highers. You're going you're gonna to have to, like, just be an adult sometimes. You're just going to have to, like, learn to, like, let that anger go, feel it, and then come back to work. Because the universe doesn't give a shit if you're angry. You don't get to take a day off. Yeah. It's cool. <laughs> Damn, I don't know. I'm processing all that stuff. Yeah, like, it's cool. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, plugs. You got uh, plugs? hey, check out my Instagram. I post hella spicy memes on there. <laughs> What's your Instagram? It's, at it's at the Rosas. How do you spell that? T H E R O S A U C E. See, it's my last name, but that's how white people say it. <laughs> no, not Rosas, Rosas. Uh, and then also, I am trying to. You know, help people get just fitter and in shape and just with, you know, exercises that aren't meant to like. A lot of people think that exercising is just an aesthetic thing, but like you have like natural like. Yeah, you, you need know, to. You have a need to, to like exercise around. and move, you know. Yeah. And I I think that what I'm trying to do for people that I train and stuff like that is just like, I'm just trying to get you moving in a way that you feel comfortable mm-hmm. and then give you a way for you to take the reins on your own, like, you know, mm-hmm. on your own thing, you know? Yeah, so you do programming, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so what I do is I do physical programming, which is just kind of like I lay out a workout for you to do for the entire month, and you do it, and you try it out, and based off of your goals, based off of what you want to learn, based off of what you want for yourself, that's what I use to program. <laughs> Everybody's program is different. So you could follow um, Rosas Programming, uh, R-O-S-A-U-C-E and then the word programming on Instagram only I don't post to it very often I'm trying to get more active on it mm-hmm. but it is yeah. it is a work in progress and I'm just trying to get people yeah, support, you know, to move support. around and feel good yeah. support Marco any words for you uh, how do you feel after all this your anger well I don't know I feel calmer I know I am now more like wanting to talk about men mm-hmm. and how shitty they are I mean how shitty we are <laughs> but like uh, We'll get to that in yeah. a future episode, okay. which you'll be back on. So that's a okay. preview, sneak peek. Um, be happy to come back. Yeah, well, happy to be here. we're going to have... Thank you guys very much yeah, for this. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for being on. And thanks for, like, sharing a lot, yeah. like, like new information exclusive to this podcast. Yeah, and I'm like, no, like whoa, no. even I didn't know that. So I'm a like... A lot of people did not know that. I was like, well, I'm proud of you for doing that. Like, thank you. Mm. But, yeah, we're going to... You you say stuff first because I've what I have nothing you have to nothing say. well yeah read her article on on no. the rampage rampageonline.com did you learn anything from anger yeah what did you, you learn what did you how do you feel right now about anger mm-hmm. I don't know I think like I said it's just like there's so much behind it and sometimes it's okay to be angry like I'm very angry because it's like some things are shitty and I'm tired of them yeah I'm tired of the same cycles repeating. I'm mm-hmm. tired when people, oh, shit. when I open up and they tell, I tell them my story and then they tell me the same story. Mm-hmm. And when they tell me they've never told anyone. And oh. when they tell me they, when I see that they're like dealing with their like alcoholism or drugs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And how like their family came through the same thing. And that probably the next family is going to go through the same thing. Yeah. We're going like, to break the cycle. 
Yeah, yeah like that. I'm very angry about that. Hurt people, hurt people, and it just keeps cycling again until you decide not to hurt I hate people. that truism. Hurt people, it's hurt so people, true. but it's so true. Yeah. I'm like, fuck. Uh, on that note, though, like, can I say it's not okay to hit people? Yeah, please don't hit because, people. Like, because you just of... reminded me. Yeah. Like, I was so angry, like, a few weeks ago. I had a situation where one of my best friends, like, you know, I don't want to put his information out there, but mm. he was, he's basically in a situation where he got arrested. And he got released to me. And, you know, like, I decided we all had to, like, sit him down and, like, talk to him. Like, all of our friend core group. Because he's, like, he's like my little brother. Mm. And I remember, like, I hit him. I hit him hard as shit in the face. And I gave him a black eye. And if I could take it back, I would. Because mm. it's not okay. Because yeah. it, it wasn't just me hitting him, you know, so he would remember that feeling. It was me hitting him because I was so angry of, like, trying to help people around mm -hmm. me yeah. and nobody listening. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, fuck, if you're not going to listen to my words, you're going to fucking feel this. <laughs> but that's not okay. Yeah. yeah. That's definitely not okay. Yeah. And, and that... Oh, that's it, interesting. I think I, that should be the moral of this podcast is it's not okay to take your anger out on other people. Yeah. I yeah. didn't realize that how that that is how anger manifests sometimes. You just have to like... Maybe that's why children beat or parents beat children. I they think can't get through to you so they yeah. just physically yeah. fucking hit you yeah. ah i just learned something oh right my now. god that's such a fucked up like, thing to laugh about wow i'm like I, no that makes sense so yeah. like i get it yeah i would say sometimes it's okay to be angry mm. yeah but just because, yeah just don't but don't let anger. it consume you yeah, yeah. Mm. don't let like Feel the it. world like i don't know don't let the shitty things of the world consume you feel it and express it but don't manifest it and don't become consumed by it mm -hmm. that's All a right. good note to end this on yeah uh well that's this episode thanks for listening uh you could support the boys on anchor.fm slash boys do cry slash support you could donate as little as 99 cents or nothing <laughs> 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 from, from as much as ten dollars or 99 cents you could support the boys you know, show your love language of oh, it's, what language is that? Acts of service? No, I don't know. gifts. Mm -hmm. I think that's one of them. Yeah, but that is one of the love languages. My favorite love language. I'm just kidding. But uh, yeah, um, thanks for listening. That's about it. So uh, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at Boys Do Cry Pod. Uh, lots of new episodes. I mean, we we're still if you're listening to this it's already the season's ongoing but we're just about to release the first episode tomorrow so it's a bit delayed but we will have so much planned already so check that out in the coming weeks uh yeah thanks for listening that's been anger on <laughs> boys do cry Bye. uh yeah and want to live so bad you yeah well, ever cry yeah my name is uh my name is Ram Reyes and Paulina Rodriguez and Marco, Marco Rosa. Thanks for listening and uh, take care of yourself. Love you. Why am I alive? What's the purpose to life? Ever want to live so bad you want to die? Ever cried and cried until you can't cry? Like why am I alive? What's the purpose to life?